Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jane Pickett, our resident vet, uh, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Hi there. And uh, you, you're very welcome. Let me get straight into uh, questions for you. Where's this one gone? Uh, hi. Hi, Patricia and Jane. My Shih Tzu slash Jack Russell is suffering from severe anxiety. After we had to put her in a kennel for two nights, we had a family funeral, so we'd know all the alternative but to pop her into a kennel. She'd been fine up to them. Now, our vet has put her on phenoleptil uh, which she has improved but she's slowed down and isn't her previous bouncy self she's eight and a half and she's been on this product now for three months is that okay thanking you that's from Susan well I think it's a quite a stressful thing having kind of a change in behavior and it must be really concerning for all of the family um I think you're doing all of the right things. You've visited the vet and you've got some attention. I think if you're worried about your your little dog, Susie, being a little bit more sedate on the medication, um, have a chat with your vet. I think it, me commenting on, on that aspect of the case would be a bit difficult when I haven't seen Susie myself. So I think your own vet is best to speak to about the medication at the minute. But I think just some general pointers about anxiety. Um, I know one of my own dogs suffers quite heavily with anxiety when there's any kind of change in routine. So my heart goes out to you. It can be a real stress. Um, and particularly if, if you've been in a situation where for unfortunate family reasons they've had to go into a kennel quite suddenly if it's not something they're used to. I think really the best thing you can do is really establish a very solid routine in the house. If you had a really solid routine before, just try and go back to that. I think everything's really difficult at the moment with COVID. Everything is up in the air. So I understand that's a bit more difficult than usual. But just try and have a set pattern to the day because dogs and cats are creatures of habit. They like structure. They like routine. To be totally honest, it makes them feel safe. So just try and keep a set pattern. If the anxiety is really, really serious for you and you feel she's very, very unsettled, even write yourself a little timetable for the day as to what you feel you can achieve as regards not putting yourself under any pressure to fill the day with activity for her. She needs lots of rest and downtime, but just have a set structure. Like we get up in the morning, she gets her food, she goes out for her walk, she comes in, has some rest time, then maybe has a little puddle about at lunchtime. Just try and make a set routine because the more she knows what's going to happen, and she gets back into her routine, the less she'll be worried about some big upheaval happening, like going back into the kennels again. I think bear with it. You're really taking all the steps you need to have a chat with your vet about, let's say her being a little bit um, sleepier than usual or not her usual pizzazz for life. Um, and they'll be able to help you out with that and discuss that further. With um, you. Would, I think you're doing would, all that right me- would that medication make her sleepy? I'm assuming some kind of anti-anxiety it, it med. Can- 
Yeah, it can do in in some cases. Yeah, we're all a little bit different, very much like you and me. If you know, if we both had the same medication, I might react slightly differently to you. So we're all a little bit different, but certainly we do experience sometimes a little bit of sleepiness and sedation with that particular medication. Um, but as I say, we're all a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. So have a chat with your vet. Okay, Liz wants to know: Would a fox kill a pomeranian dog and a cat? <laughs> um. I suppose anything's theoretically possible, but to be totally honest with you, um, foxes are pretty opportunistic. So a healthy cat and a healthy Pomeranian are, are unlikely to be targets. Let's put it like that for the fox's next meal. Generally, they'll go for easy prey, to be totally honest with you. Um, so I think it's unlikely, but not impossible. OK, what could uh, Jane, what would Jane suggest is good protein to give to a dog? Mm. I think really with protein content, the main thing is to think about what is there a particular reason you're concerned about the protein content. Um, if there is something specific and there is a clinical problem where you need, a let's say, a higher or a different type of protein level, for example, I can think off the top of my head, I know some of our patients with kidney disease or renal problems, they we can certainly prescribe them certain types of protein diets um, in some cases. But just if there is a specific clinical reason that you've been told to put your dog on a high protein diet or a different protein diet, have a chat with your vet specifically about that, because if there is a clinical problem, it really affects what kind of protein we give. But I suppose if your dog's otherwise healthy and you just feel that you would like them to have a higher protein diet very much like a lot of us let's say or you know people engaging in sport bodybuilders we think we need lots of protein I think really it might be best to consider how much activity your dog does they may not actually need an excessively high protein diet and we know certainly in some cases really excessive protein can cause problems with the kidneys so I think really my best advice is unless your dog has a a previously diagnosed clinical problem that they're under care of a vet for that needs higher protein um really your best bet is to pick a high quality complete dog food and not not to worry too much about high protein level because everything else is important the fats the carbs the nutrition the minerals the vitamins they're all important components of the diet too so i think really in in the end of the day you do actually get what you pay for with the dog food there's a variety of brands on the market i think the main thing you want is you want something that is high quality and a complete dog food for the life stage of that dog so there's a big difference between puppy food and adult food and senior food Um, and again your vet or vet nurse will be able to guide you but it's really important to think about where that dog food is coming from so only let's say a lot of vets we will only sell food that has been what's called afco tested um because it's essentially a measure of there's so much quality control goes into them so what's in the bag is actually what's on the back of the packet which is not always the case with dog food Mm. Um, and also we know that that particular dog food will have been tested to be safe and produce like adequate bone structure and adequate muscle structure in a dog of that life stage so I think there's really good and bad out there on the diet front and it can be incredibly confusing so I think um, as vets and as vet nurses we really really don't mind being you know questioned or contacted for some advice regarding diet because we think it, it's the kind of the, the cornerstone of a healthy a healthy lifestyle so have a chat to your local vet Okay home remedies if your dog gets stung by a bee what should you do? Mm. I think to be totally honest the best thing to do is call your vet Um home remedies in dogs and cats can cause an awful lot more problems than they can solve to be totally honest Um there are some medications very similar to what we would take for allergies that can be used in dogs and cats but it really depends on whether it's suitable for that specific dog or cat and the only one that'll be able to tell you that is your own vet who knows their history 
Um, I think just as a gentle word of warning, I'd be really, really reluctant to go in with home remedies, despite the difficulties that COVID brings um, without speaking to your vet first, because there's actually a lot of things in the medications that we take, whether they be sugar additives or different types of medication that are actually toxic, poisonous and can cause death in dogs and cats. So I think one thing we really, really worry about, particularly given that people are less inclined to go out and about because of COVID, very understandably, um, is a home treatment. And to be honest, we can we have, have and can see an awful lot of very serious poison cases as a result of that. And so can I think it, before you're tempted sting, to go down that route. Is a bee sting dangerous for a dog? Can it be? Um, I think it depends on where it is, really, to be totally honest. And it depends on their reaction. Very much very much like medication, we can all react a little bit differently. So um, I know when I get bee stings, I, I'm kind of okay. I just get a big swollen blotch. But I know one of my friends has a, has a major you know, anaphylactic reaction. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so we're very, very different. So I think the best thing to do is if you do notice a bee sting, just contact your vet for a word of advice. They'll discuss with you the, the symptoms just to watch out for that suggest that it might be a bit more serious, like excessive swelling. So sometimes we see lots of swelling in the tissue um where around where the sting has happened or any difficulty breathing will be a cause to very urgently yeah. contact your vet but of course it's possible that they got a bee sting you didn't even know about it as well and that's exactly. it. yeah would yeah. be just fine uh hi patricia and jane i have a jack russell cross he's approximately 10 years of age how much water should you be drinking for, de- for per day he's on a good balanced dog food diet but i'm just wondering about the water mm. is there a set amount of water a dog should be drinking not really. It kind of depends on the diet. Um, so if, let's say, dogs and cats on a wet food diet will be seen to drink a lot less than um, a, a dog or cat that's on a dry food diet, purely because they're getting a little bit of their hydration from their, let's say, wet food sachets if they do get them. Now, I'd always recommend in most cases a dry food diet is best for the teeth, so it's probably best to stick with something like that. Um, there are some fancy calculations we can do to you know, expect how much water a dog or cat should be drinking. And normally they should be drinking about two mils of water for every kg that they weigh every hour or so but that doesn't really translate to real life because a huge amount of things really impact upon that like the ambient temperature like the weather they're always going to drink more when it's hotter and less when it's cooler because they'll be sweating less there's less kind of water output um, but diet is a major factor so I think if there's a reason that you're you're worried about the the drinking pattern or I think the most important thing to say is usually dogs and cats are very very good at finding hydration when they need it and keeping their levels very good themselves um, but if you feel that they're drinking more than usual or even less than usual the change is what's important so if you feel that there's a change in their drinking habits that's a red flag to contact your vet because sometimes drinking more particularly is a big concern because it can trigger it can be kind of a trigger for us to investigate more serious problems like kidney problems or diabetes and um, drinking less sometimes if they have other issues going on is also a marker that they may not be feeling so well and, okay. and don't feel like keep getting that hydration in so contact your vet if you're concerned about a change okay we'll leave it there listen have a good week and we'll chat again uh, next uh, Thursday thanks for that Jane right, thank uh, you good, uh, good afternoon to you that is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes 
ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.